Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody. Tonight, your neighborhood good golf dealer joins the Gulf Oil Companies in presenting the seventh in a new series of programs. Reviews, musical comedies, and dramatic shows, all the varied entertainment forms of Hollywood. So welcome, all of you, to the Motion Picture Star's own program. Welcome to the Gulf Screen Guild Show. With Tyler Brook, Jeanette McDonald, Robert Taylor, Charles Winninger, Oscar Bradley, and Hollywood's favorite master of ceremonies... George Murphy! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the seventh of the Motion Picture Star's own programs, the Gulf Screen Guild Show. As you know, each week we present a different type show with a different cast of stars, all of them written, directed, and acted by the greatest names in the motion picture industry for the benefit of the Motion Picture Relief Fund. Last week it was a drama. Next week, a review starring Burns and Allen, Ruth Davis, Melvin Douglas, and Shirley Ross. Tonight, a musical comedy, A Song for Clotilda, directed by Robert Z. Leonard and written by Ralph Block, under the musical direction of Oscar Bradley. Tonight, we meet Jeanette MacDonald as the Princess Clotilda. Her uncle Keogh, played by Charles Winninger... Prince Lothar, alias Johnny Prince, played by Robert Taylor, and Tyler Brooke as Jan, his personal servant. Springtime, Paris. The Princess Clotilda at her piano is unaware of an audience composed of the concierge, gendarmes, military, and boulevardier under her window, or that her uncle Keogh, fire in his eye and a newspaper in his hand, is hurrying up the stairs. Oh, 
Advertisement in the newspaper. Lady, well born, young, beautiful, will devote an hour each evening to any gentleman with credentials. Conversation, dancing, a sophisticated view of the world. Fee, 500 francs. Address, Clotilde, 82, Rue de la Matin. Will you stop that playing and listen to me? All right, Uncle Keo, what do you want? What is the meaning of this item? It means just what it says. Have you lost your senses? Think of the emperor. He's dead. Well, think of your country. Been off the map for five years. Well, just the same, you're still a princess. Mm-hmm. A princess out of a job. But a princess offering herself as a paid companion, it's, it's, uh, it's undignified. Oh, I'm tired of living on past memories and beef stew. I want some Paris gowns, a bottle of eau de something, and, and a broiled lamb chop. Would you sell the honor of the royal house of Spasia for a, a broiled bobble? Oh, don't be dramatic, Uncle Keogh. You've got a voice. Why don't you get a job singing? They don't want singing these days. They want swinging. A paid companion. Ah! Just think. Tickets to the opera. A box at the races. Oh, you're wasting your breath, Clotilde. Cafes, Uncle Keogh. The best tables. Someone else paying the bills. I, I won't. Onion soup at Henri. Oh. Canard sauvage at René. Oh, I can't stand it. Crepe Suzette at Monet. Uh, no, no, absolutely no. When do we start? Tonight. We go to the Café Poutrelle. To get clients, we must show ourselves at the most exclusive spots, you know. Who pays the bills for these previews? We've nothing left that will bring us sue. Oh, wh- what about Rudolph? Oh, we can't pawn him, Clotilde. My conscience would hurt me at the thought of an old faithful retainer behind the three ball. However... He got a salary every month in the palace. He must have saved some of it. Yeah, he's the type. He must have. Rudolph! Yes, yes, Your Highness. Come. What is... Your Highness, why do you look at me like that? Rudolph, have you or have you not some money? Only... only 200 Spetsian kronen. So, I've been nursing a serpent in my bosom. Rudolph, oh, it hurts me deep inside. Does that mean you want the Cronin or the bicarbonate, Your Highness? The 200 Cronin, and be quick about it, you hoarder, you miser, you Cronin crook. Yes, yes, Your Highness. Poor Rudolph. I suppose, suppose no one wants to engage my time. It's, suppose... too, it's too late for supposing. Win, lose, or draw tonight the Princess Clotilda and her agent, Count Keo, will dine at the Café Poutrelle. Thank goodness. I'm sure I don't know. <laughs> what does it say, Johnny? The cable from New York? When do we open the rainbow room? If you buzzards will keep quiet, I'll read it to you. Listen. Johnny Prince, Cafe Poutel, Paris. We'll hear your midnight broadcast. If okay, we'll send contract for you and your band to open at the Rainbow Room, New York. Oh, Goodbye, boy. Paris. Hello, New York. Swinging up the gang plank to Broadway. Shall I pack my truck, Johnny? You'd all better pack some good solid harmony in that broadcast. Now go on, go on. Clear out so I can lay out a program. Come on, King. Come on. <laughs> Pardon, sire. What's that, Jan? Oh, Prince Lothar. Come again, Jan. Mr. Prince. All right. Oh, I can't get used to it, sire. I mean, sir. What would the people of Corvania say if they knew Prince Lothar, heir presumptive to their throne, was blowing a saxophone in a Paris cafe under the name of Johnny Prince? The kingdom of Corvania is gone, Jan. It's now the regency of Spezia Corvania. So why a Prince Lothar? Oh, come on. Don't look so down in the mouth. 
When we get to New York, maybe they'll crown me King of Swing. Yes, sir. I hope so, sir. Jan, what did you come in to tell me, if anything? Oh, tell you? Oh, oh, yes, sir. That man's here again. You mean the song plugger with that ditty called Doing the Balkan Bounce? No, sir. The emissary from the region of Spezia, Crovania. Oh, well, get rid of him. Oh, but he says it's most important. Tell him some other time. I've got this broadcast. Come in. Monsieur Prince. Yes, Monsieur Poussel. C'est terrible. Quelle erreur. What's that? She's gone. Mademoiselle Renée de Chaplutico. You mean she's not going to be... She's quit. Say goodbye. But she can't do that. Hurry up. Get a move on. We've only got an hour before we go on the air. I demand to see the manager. Uncle Keo, please. A deadbeat, am I? Where is the manager? Monsieur, I am the manager of Charlemagne Putrell. <clears throat> the waiter tells me you refused to pay your check. Refused? I gave the ignoramus 150 kronen and told him to keep the change. Kronen. You can live a whole year on that in Spezia. You can live five years on them in Paris, monsieur. Huh? Five years in jail. Oh. I must ask you to pay the check in Frank, monsieur. Suppose I can't. I mean, suppose I won't. In that case, we could use an extra dishwasher in the kitchen, monsieur. Oh, couldn't he just wipe? Count Keo, a dish dunker. Well, 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 in three minutes we go on the air. Did you find me a singer? No, monsieur, Jean, it's such short notice. I implore. I bet. The future of the whole orchestra is at stake. In exactly two minutes we go on the air. Just a second, monsieur. How much would you pay for a singer? Oh, anything, mademoiselle. Five hundred francs? Five hundred? Isn't that rather steep? Well, that's the price I've established. And a hundred and twenty-five would be donated to a worthy cause, the relief of kitchen police. Make up your mind, monsieur. You've only one minute left. All right, it's a bargain, mademoiselle. What song will you sing? How about the dove? Oh, good Lord, no. We've got to send something that's hot. That's what they like in New York. I like the dove. Sure, but you see, you can't sing I'll sing the dove. Okay, little pigeon, but I warn you, you'll be sorry. Come on, there's a signal. We're on the air. This is Johnny Prince and his orchestra coming to you direct from the Café Poutrelle, Paris. Now we introduce Mademoiselle... Clotilde. Who sings... The Dove. Yeah, The Dove.
dare you make a fool of me? How dare you ruin a fine piece of music? This is what I think of you and your swing. And I hope that was heard around the world, too. Good night. Wait. Uh, wait, wait a minute, Clotilda. Monsieur Prince, I saw. I am a witness. Clotilda! It's such an insult. She's horrible. She's terrible. She's wonderful. She's divine. Divine? Oh, I understand, monsieur. You fell in love with her singing when she swung on the song. On the song? Don't be silly. I fell in love with her when she swung on my chin. <laughs> the curtain falls on the first act of your Gulf Screen Guild play, A Song for Cotilda, starring Jeanette MacDonald, Robert Taylor, Charles Winninger, and Tyler Brooke, under the musical direction of Oscar Bradley. And now, here's John Conti. Even after music is over, it leaves you with a definite feeling of pleasure. And that's the way it is with many other things. Even after they're gone or used up, they leave something behind. For instance, if the gasoline that you use in your automobile gives you a smoother, quieter ride, it leaves you with an extra sense of satisfaction. And we'd like you to prove this to yourself by buying a tank full of Gulf No-Knox Ethyl tomorrow. Gulf No-Knox has been raised to one of the highest anti-knock ratings ever offered the motorist. You'll notice the difference right away. That chattering, pinging sound called motor knock disappears instantly whether your car is new or old. And if you use Gulf No-Knox consistently, the cost of keeping your car tuned up should go right down because when you end motor knock, you end a big cause of engine damage. So, for the sake of your pleasure and your pocketbook both, ask your friend, the good Gulf dealer, for Gulf No Knocks, the knock-proof gasoline. The curtain is about to rise on the second act of the musical comedy, A Song for Clotilda, written by Ralph Block and directed by Robert Z. Leonard, starring Jeanette MacDonald, Robert Taylor, and Charles Winninger with Tyler Brooks under the musical direction of Oscar Bradley. No, no, a thousand times no. Do you think, Johnny Prince, you can bribe me to tell you Clotilde's whereabouts for a paltry 300 francs? I'll ante another hundred, Keel. Well, that's better. But still, I wouldn't consider it. How about 500? Uh, now you're appealing to my notoriously soft heart, Mr. Prince. I promised Clotilde... Six hundred francs, Keel? Sold. I mean, I know exactly how you feel. I was young and romantic once myself. Uh, have you the six hundred francs with you? Yep, here they are. Now, don't say a word to anybody. Uh, we'll forget this little deal. Now, good. where is Clotilde and how can I see her? Well, she's given up entertaining and she's guiding tourists around Paris. My idea, of course. All you have to do is to make an appointment. Oh, that's ridiculous. If I made an appointment, she wouldn't keep it. She would if I didn't tell her who made the appointment. Oh, I see. Well, I, I want to be taken through the Louvre. Have Clotilde meet me there at five this afternoon. Very well. Here's your ticket. A hundred francs, please. But I just gave you six hundred. Oh, we forgot all about that. Uh, remember? One hundred francs or no ticket. All right, you win, Uncle Keo. But if Clotilde doesn't meet me at five on the dot, you're meeting with an accident at five-thirty. Huh? On the nose. Oh, If you don't go away, I'll call a gendarme. Right ahead and call. When he gets here, I'll tell him your Uncle Keo did me out of a hundred francs. He sold me a ticket to see the Louvre, and I demand to be shown the sights. Very well, Mr. Prince. If you insist. All I want is my money's worth. You'll get it. 
Follow me, please. I'd follow you anywhere, Clotilda. This, Mr. Prince, is a celebrated Venus de Milo. May I point out the classic profile of the nose evokes vividly the essential virtues of Greek art? May I point out that your nose wiggles when you talk? One does not know the original position of the arm. Oh, I, I could easily show you that. Since you evidently don't appreciate sculpture, we can go back, uh, perhaps go look at the Mona Lisa. I'd, I'd rather go someplace where we can talk. I'm not interested in anything you have to say. Now, wait a minute. I've got writer's cramp from writing notes you won't answer. And fallen arches from chasing you from Montmartre to the Champs-Élysées. If you think I'm going on with this game of hide-and-seek, you're crazy. Don't yell at me. I'll yell if I like. The whole Louvre will hear you. I don't care if all Paris listens in. Do you want the guard to think we're married? That'll be wonderful. Ever since that night at Café Poutrelle, I've been trying to see you to tell you I love you. <laughs> Fine way you have of showing. You haven't given me a chance. Oh, look, Clotilde, I'm sorry for what happened at the café, but up to that time, the broadcast was the most important thing in the world to me. I gathered that. That was my big chance, my, my passage to New York, my future paychecks. Do you mind if I resent being used to exploit you and your swing band? Oh, Clotilde, you don't understand. My future is your future. Strange as it may seem, I want to marry you. Hmm, what's so strange about it? Don't you think I've ever been proposed to before? Not by me, you haven't. Oh, well, there I go again, missing another great opportunity. Oh, well, you you can't be expected to figure things out for yourself. From now on, I'll make the decisions for this combination. Oh, you will? Yes, decision number one. All arguments are to be settled this way. Oh, Charlie. Charlie, someone's coming. Let me go. What of it? Don't they come to Paris to be shocked? Monsieur, monsieur, madame, contains the statue of the Villas Milo. It can be seen just behind the couple who are embracing. Pardon the intrusion, Monsieur Mademoiselle. Oh, that's quite all right. We don't. One does that. not know the original position of the arms of this lovely creature, the statue, I mean. But one may assume. Will you? Uh, will you meet me here tomorrow, same time, same place? Yes, darling. I'll be here. I'll be here. Count Dimitri of Crovania, speaking from the capital. I have news of the greatest importance. The Crovanian Spetsian dual monarchy has decided to end the regency. It is the wish of the Crovanian people that you, Prince Lothar, ascend the throne. It is your duty, Your Highness, to return at once. But how can I return? It is your duty, Your Highness, to return to Crovania Spetsian. Princess Clotilde. This is she. Baron Ravendi of Spetsia, speaking from the capital. I have news of the greatest importance. The Crovanian Spetsian dual monarchy has decided to end the regency. It is the wish of the Spetsian people that you, Princess Clotilde, ascend the throne. It is your duty, Your Highness, to return at once. But how can I? It is your duty, Your Highness, to return to Crovania Spetsia. <laughs> Johnny Prince. The line is busy, Mademoiselle. Connect you with Mademoiselle Clotilda. The line is busy, Monsieur. Please try again, operator. I'm bringing you, Mademoiselle. But she must answer, operator. I'm bringing her, Monsieur. She's trying, operator. I'm trying, Don't fret, my child. By now, your telegram has explained everything. It's, it's, it's terrible running off like this, Jan. No chance to tell her anything. What will she think when I don't show up tomorrow? Your telegram, sire. By this time, all is clear to her.
Come off the balcony. Don't think you have to earn a crown on the head with a cold in the nose. Come in, come in. Clotilde, this is Count Dimitri of Cravonia and Baron Revanti of Specia. Monsieur. Yes. Uh, these two gentlemen have a, a little surprise for you, Clotilde. Uh, speak up, Revanti. It is in connection with your marriage, Your Highness. What marriage? The alliance that has been arranged between Your Highness and Prince Lothar of Cravania. Isn't that marvelous, Clotilde? You remember Prince Lothar, don't you? No, I don't. And if I did, it wouldn't make any difference. You must remember. Last time we saw him, he was handsomer than ever. Bronzed like a god. Blonde hair, blue eyes, and a beautiful little mustache. Uh, uh, Count Kio, uh, the princess, black hair, brown eyes, no mustache. Well, that's what I said, isn't it? Clotilde, uh, I guarantee he'll make you a great husband. I agreed to accept a crown, not a husband. But my country, Crovenia, demands that our Prince Lothar rule with you. And you can't have a king and queen who aren't married. How clever of you, Uncle Kio. <laughs> that makes it very simple, doesn't it? Yes. But we'll go right back to Paris. Be reasonable, Clotilde. Would you like to see your uncle the dishwasher in Paris? I'll wash dishes or sing swings. Rudolph, get my bags and call me a taxi. A fast one. There's just time to catch the blue train for Paris. What is it, Dimitri? A crisis, Your Highness. Already? Well, out with it. It's the marriage alliance with the Royal House of Spezia, Your Highness. Marriage alliance? I never heard of it. But now it's all off, Your Highness. That's the crisis. She won't have you. Who won't have me? The Princess Clotilde of Spezia. Did you say Clotilde? Yes, Your Highness. The niece of Count Kio. Count Kio? Clotilde, where is she? She's gone off to Paris on the blue train, sire. Well, get me a fast car. I'll catch you at the station. The train left five minutes ago. Then get me a plane. Hurry. But she won't marry you, sire. That's what you think. What of the people, sire? Don't let them stop cheering. But the coronation, your highness. Keep it on ice. We'll be back. Putel. Has Mademoiselle Clotilde been here since I left? She was here, Monsieur Chani, looking for you, but she left her own this morning. Mademoiselle Cotilla sings at the opera tonight? No, no, it was the last tonight, senor. Tonight she sings in a war song. Uh, pardon me, I, I wish to see Mademoiselle Cotilla. She left Warsaw for London by plane this morning, monsieur. Who do you wish to see, sir? Mademoiselle Clotilde. Sorry, sir, she's going back to Paris. Monsieur Johnny, welcome to the Café Portrayal. We have heard the good news. You are going to America? It all depends on Clotilde. Where is she? Clotilde? Listen. Clotilde! Johnny! Johnny, where have you been? Teasing you all over Europe. Why didn't you tell me you were the Princess Clotilde? What's this about your not marrying me? Not marrying you? If you hadn't run off in the palace, we'd have been married now and crowned, too. Do you feel all right, Johnny? Don't you know who I am, Clotilde? Oh, of course. Johnny Prince. Oh, now, take it easy. I'm also Prince Lothar of Crovania. You're... You're Prince Lothar? <laughs> yeah, look, it's done with mirrors. Johnny Prince, Prince Lothar. Get it? And, and you're, you're the one they wanted me to marry? Yeah, that's right. Oh, but Johnny, we can go back. It's not too late. Darling, they got tired of waiting for us. Provenia Spezia has a new monarch, King Keo the Kind, uh, the kind who never pays his bills. They crowned him yesterday. Uh, Mademoiselle, a thousand pardon. You're broadcast to America. You're on the air. Johnny. Yes, but... I found a love song within a garden bed. 
Before we say goodnight to our cast, a word from John Conti. Thank you, George. Monday or Tuesday, why not get ready for that Washington's birthday trip by driving into your neighborhood good golf dealers and letting him give your car a quick health examination. That's really just about what he does, too. He corrects its tire pressure. He puts it on a diet of Gulf Nonox ethyl gasoline. He opens its hood, and while it's saying, ah, he fills the radiator and checks the motor oil to help keep the engine temperature down to normal. Now... <laughs> These may sound like little things, but if you're going to avoid repair bills and extra upkeep expenses, they must be cared for. And your good golf dealer does care for them efficiently and intelligently. You see, he's an independent merchant, and it's to his interest to give you tops in service and products both. That's why it pays to get golf gasoline and golf motor oil, and to make the good golf dealer your dealer. Thank you, John Conte. Special thanks to Tyler Brooke, Jeanette McDonald, Robert Taylor, and Charles Winninger for being here with us tonight and turning in such swell performances. Uh, good night, George, and any time you're near Spazia Crovinia, drop in and say hello. Yes, you, George. I'm going back for a visit. Oh, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't let that get you. You see, that was just the mythical kingdom. There is no such place. <laughs> How naive. I suppose that isn't our royal car over there. Car? Car of... No, there's no car here. <laughs> Hey, here, bring the royal car. Oh, now, wait a minute, fellas. This is going too far. Well, shut my mouth. Well, 
Next, I suppose you'll tell us there's no archway right over there. Now, look, Jeanette, I know that there isn't an archway over there. <laughs> Come along, Jeanette. Good night, George. Good night, Charlie. Good night, George. Good night, Jeanette. And thanks. Through the archway, Rudolph. Hey, wait a minute. There's no archway there. George, there is now. <laughs> oh, that sure leaves an awful hole in the program when winter leaves. Do you do you mind if I say a word, George? Sure, Bob. In Spasian or Crovany? In straight, me to you. I'd like to thank our listeners and the Gulf Oil Companies on behalf of tonight's cast. We appreciate having our own show, especially for such a worthy cause as the needs of the Motion Picture Relief Fund. We hope everyone enjoys hearing them as much as we do bringing them to you. Good night, George. Good night, Bob, and thanks for coming. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, a review starring Burns and Allen, Ruth Davis, Melvin Douglas, and Shirley Ross. Until then, this is George Murphy saying thank you for the motion picture industry and the Gulf Oil Company, and good night. Next week, same time, same station, the good golf dealer in your neighborhood joins the Gulf Oil Companies in welcoming you to another Gulf Screen Guild show with George Burns and Gracie Allen, Ruth Davis, Melvin Douglas, and Shirley Ross. We are grateful to MGM for George Murphy, for Robert Taylor, who has recently completed Stand Up and Fight, and for Jeanette McDonald. For Every Lonely Heart, introduced on this program by Miss McDonald, is from her latest picture, Broadway Serenade, soon to be released. John Conti speaking. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.